Hello and welcome to episode 128 of Bits and PCs. Sorry we haven't been around for the last few weeks, but um, well, we did say we weren't going to be around for the next few weeks. Um, Beastie decided he couldn't live for another week without doing a podcast. So Indeed. here we are. Yeah. So, uh, yep. Hello, Beastie. There's an introduction for you. Hello, John. And also with us is John Vimesy. Hello. Hello. How are you doing? I'm very well, thank you. Uh, anyone who hasn't listened to this uh, before, because they may have only just come across it, because I'm going to be messing around with the feed stuff later. Um, we're bits and PCs. We talk about PC video games uh, exclusively, not really. <laughs> um, there's a lot of console stuff seems to find its uh, mucky little way into our show. Um, and thankfully, because I haven't played any games other than League of Legends, which we'll get to... Um, we also talk about TV and movies and all that kind of stuff. So it's uh, quite a quite an interesting format, quite an interesting um, well Discussion. load of content about all sorts of stuff, geeky. Hence, we are part of the Geek Culture Radio Network, um, and that's what we do. But we often t- uh, kick off with oh, I'm John, by the way. Um, hello, hello, <laughs> uh, John, aka UK of Homer, um, and um, yeah. I, I have a lol habit. Uh, my name is John, and I have a lol habit. Um, yes. And I may have to uninstall because it's getting ridiculous. <laughs> um, anyway, on the show, on with the games, and Vimesy and uh, Beastie, you're going to talk about some video games. Yes. Well, as I've got a wad of stuff to talk about. <laughs> uh, <Yeah>. You better <laughs> start here, mate. Um, to be honest, so... I was going to go through a couple of games that I've been playing over the last kind of through January. Well, in January so far. And I'll say they're definitely games, the two almost conflicting games in terms of content in many ways. So I don't know what it, what me what we pick up. I must have seen it on Steam or something. Um, and I was like, oh, it could be quite tempting. Actually, I think I might have seen some quite good reviews for it. And that game's The War, um, This War of Mine. Uh-huh. Um, I was like, I don't really know what this is about. Um and in fact, when I could have loaded the game at the first time, well, I think it was quite a cheap game, I think like eleven, twelve pounds, something like that. But loaded it the first time, and it kind of gave you a kind of war charity. I think it was War Child charity. I was thinking, oh god, this is going to be quite serious, isn't it? It was, was probably means this is not mucking around. Um, and uh, and I think that assessment, that bleakness of the intro, kind of suits the game perfectly. It's you. It's in many ways it's quite similar to a lot of the survival horror games out at the moment. It's a, a two-dimensional plane game, really. It's got some obviously parallax backgrounds and whatnot, but it's fundamentally two-dimensional. And you play three survivors um, in a war. And this is based upon um, uh, one of the wars in the nineties. I can't recall which. Um, I have to apologise. Um, and you play three normal people as a little bit of biog of those characters and you're trying to effectively survive and your daytime you've got to manage kind of build basic equipment for your house beds and chairs and comforts as best possible um try and get food make sure that everyone's kind of stays warm and not hungry and that's kind of a little bit of management you're going to get little events that happen during the day and it seems to be, it's a bit of a you know, kind of almost a roguelike in some ways because there's random events that happen and at night time it's a different kind of game mode you switch to being a scavenger so you choose you've got to manage who sleeps who stays awake who might guard 
and the property at night. You have no control over a night at the house. You, you only leave with the scavenger at night time. And then you've got to choose different locations on a map which are kind of set. And you've got to choose which, based upon the description, might say, oh, the school, uh, you've heard somebody might be there, could be dangerous. And you've got to make assessments, but it kind of gets got lots of food. And basically food, supplies, wood are critical for your survival. So you basically scavenge. And the first few days are fairly easy. You're scavenging, getting food. You only can carry so much back. And you kind of... So you do that during the night and you're kind of wandering around. And the first few nights, it's pretty easy. And you come home and obviously what has happened the nights, whatever's happened in the night. Um, generally, it's okay. But occasionally you'll get, you've been raided. And someone might have stolen, someone might have been injured. All of a sudden you've got a f- person who's sick or injured and they're bleeding. And you're like, oh God, I've got to manage them. And that's that's where the story it starts to get bleaker and bleaker. Um, one of the houses i visited um i got a stage where everyone's a bit hungry like they hadn't eaten for a couple of days and you was getting a little bit of the pangs of hunger and you get little biographical updates saying how they're feeling and as the days go which is quite interesting it's all in dialogue a written dialogue um and i you visit this old couple's house and the old man and lady are in the house but they've got loads of supplies and they're all kind of basically oh, don't hurt me, why are you taking our stuff? And you're kind of massively being guilt-tripped into not doing not doing it, even though you kind of need to do it. Um, and you go back, and the other characters will be, some will be like, oh, I, I see you had no choice but to do that, and others will be going, oh, I can't, we shouldn't go near them again. We, that was, I can't believe we did that. Um, there's lots of these kind of dark moral questions. They will be bleating at you, and you'll kind of feel, oh, this is horrible, <laughs> this is really grim. Um and as... is, there, is, is there any sort of moral okay the moral choice is there so you go to this old couple's house and you have a choice do i nick the stuff off them while they watch me cart it out the door yeah or do i just leave it for them and you know let them survive as it were is there any kind of gameplay is there any kind of um punishment that the game gives you apart from the fact that you feel like a complete bastard uh no the only punishment you get is from the dialogue of the other the other people who weren't scavenging with you. Oh, that's you... that's interesting. At least it's not trying to do one of those. Um, you know how they used to, they do, they always do it in yeah. Bethesda games where you've got that kind of oh you're either a nice guy or an asshole. No, no, there's no karma system. This is generally based upon the dialogue of those of those people saying what they're saying. Um, I mean, it's not all like that. Other plazas are rather empty. Someone might be uh, people. Others are. Um, people when looking for trades and you're kind of go, oh, I'm really after medical supplies and you might have to remember to think, bring things with you um, the next night. Um, so, so it's kind of a game of two halves. And really obviously when you come home, um, you'll have to try to manage sleep pants because you realise that if you don't have to be guarding, that it gets you, you uh, suffering. I mean, one of the one of the sessions I had of it, cause it's, it's a little bit like a roguelike. You, you, there's only really pretty a few hours of content before you either succeed and I haven't I failed to succeed so far um but you will get moments of people being quite depressed so is, uh, is there an end game when you say when you say you failed there to is succeed. The, there is an end game the, the war does end i believe i've never got there um you do have incidents like um so and so's committed suicide and you'll see the kind of like hanging legs oh. while playing it um okay uh, 
it's it's because you're while you're controlling the characters, you're not controlling their personalities or who they are or the feelings. So you, you just do their actions. Um, it's a very, I mean, it's a, I'd say it's a really interesting game, really worth a play. I think you'll get quite a few, a good few hours of gameplay. I mean, even the gameplay itself is pretty interesting, and the dialogue's quite interesting. Yeah. Um, but it is very bleak, and I, I got the stage where I had to stop playing it because it was like, <laughs> oh man, I, I, you'll be the one with the legs hanging. Um, yeah, it's 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 pretty dark, um, and to kind of balance that out, I played possibly the most opposite game to that in many ways um but equally <laughs> as i didn't realize how horrible this game was as i was playing it so play war of mine war, war of mine this war of mine which i do recommend it's definitely worth checking out really an interesting um indie title yeah once, once you finish that go and play something like you know um papers please to just really oh, yeah, it's, impress yourself yeah. and, and, it's uh, more depressing than papers please i'd say what was that world war was it was it something of valor active valor i can't remember the, the world war one one was basically um, um i can't remember what it was about what it was called yeah i think i know what you mean there just seems to be quite a few of these kind of let's depress the fuck out of the player kind of yeah thing. oh and follow it up by playing dear esther just for a laugh Anyway. Well, it's definitely more cheerful than Dear Esther. Definitely more cheerful than Dear Esther. <laughs> I rate Dear Esther very highly, but God Almighty. <laughs> yeah, it's great. It's great fun. I like Dear Esther a lot. That's one it's... of the highlights of when I played video games. <laughs> I got a <laughs> lot Several of years ago. That was that was one of the first things that came out, and everyone sort of went, well, it's not a game, is it? But um, yeah. I thought that was a stunning um, Absolutely. Absolutely tremendous. Yeah. Piece I mean, I knew art. exactly where it was going from about halfway through, but even so, it was it was... You, I could. I had to play it in one seat. I couldn't put it down. I had to see where it was going. Um, fantastic yeah. game. No, I agree. I agree. But I did balance this this war of mine out with. I don't know why I picked this up because it's not the kind of game I ever pick up, and I did regret it as I started playing it. Is this but, Korean? This is Japanese. I, oh, think. I was going to say it sounds so Korean. I, I'm not sure though. I haven't really looked into the heritage of it. It's a game called Honey Pop. Which I thought was a um, kind of bejeweled style puzzle game type thing, huh. which it is. However, um, some very some very weird things happen as you play it. I didn't realise this puzzle game was actually effectively this weird dating game, and you get so taught- now you've married a Russian. <laughs> Well, you get talked to by this like manga anime style fairy who says she's some kind of love fairy or something, and basically you're a pathetic um masturbating worm, and you need <laughs> Where to the fuck did you get this game from it, it's it, I think it's even steam I believe um I think I got from like a humble bundle or something like that Jesus Christ and um basically you do these puzzle games to to gain hearts um it's got other bullshit things you do as well like you've got to give them presents whatever else to basically date girls who you it's, then did you not see the cover art for this no no because i got because i put it online i really think i thought obviously oh, be some daft kind of thing but it was just it was this oh, that was a, beasties a, boy oh, this was, you've bought into us oh my, i can't believe this have you seen it it's it's I could. They basically there is even racist wording in this. I, I was a bit of it, where the the weird sex fairy references a 
um, a black girl and goes, oh, I do like a nice bit of hot chocolate. And you're like, oh, my God, <laughs> I can't believe this has just said that. Um, oh, my this, God, this is getting... Oh, dear. This is, this is... I don't know how this game exists, <laughs> if I'm honest with you. I've, I've teased one of the guys at work kind of plays... There's a weird um, oh, Vita my. game where you hold the Vita um, in a vertical position and you rub the Vita. I just... <laughs> This is like that game by comparison. This is awful. For for a start, you've basically um, you've bought into a Kickstarter game. Congratulations, Beastie. Yeah, well done. Yeah. Um, this is awful. Um, I'm just reading down through that on their actual site. I mean, the first thing to say, the first thing that pops up on a on the site is a massive picture with what? Oh, let me think. Uh, nine scantily clad ladies, uh, anime ladies of pretty much every ilk. So you've got a nice Indian lady there in a sari. Somebody wearing a leopard skin print bikini. Breasts seem to be prominent, shall we say. <laughs> yes. Um, I've already had three pop-ups in the corner of my screen from Honey Pop with a cutesy little wink asking me to follow them on Facebook. Um, there you go. The first review I can see of it from Good Gamers. If you're looking for a breath of fresh air or just a challenging puzzle game... Not only does this game manage to nail both of these needs, but also reminds you, uh, sorry, but also rewards you with porn too. The dialogue is witty and incredibly believable. The majority oh of my, the characters is that, is that say, what it really says? Yep, the majority oh. of what the characters say could be lifted directly from a conversation you'd overhear in your general day to day. My penis grew three sizes that day. Now, I'm not quite sure what a size penis is. I mean, is, no. is it like shoes? Am I a size 10? I don't know. I've got no idea. I doubt it very much. Oh, thank you for that, John. <laughs> he knows when to pop in. Timing is all about the timing. I cannot believe this is on Steam for a start. Uh, yes. Oh, my God. I've seen it, more. Oh, my oh, God. Yeah. I've seen more. <laughs> it, this, this is... Uh... Why do they have this fascination in Japan I, with, I le- don't with cute know. girls with cat's tails and ears? I don't know. So just to give you context, I knew it was getting bad when I started using, referencing um, different uh, uh, race racial types with slang nicknames in a kind of casual sexual way. And then they start emailing you pictures themselves, which get progressively worse. Um, I might say worse in terms of how many clues they've got on. Oh, my God. (laughs) (laughs) Belly is feeling sexy after a drink or two. Oh, my God. That's just... There's a... Oh, oh, okay. That's what you do with nipples. (laughs) This is appalling. It is appalling. But it's only 10 bucks, which I'm... It is a bargain. Um, To be fair, Pornhub is free. I'm just saying that. That is true. Um, that I is cannot true. believe. I just, I, um, yeah. It, as I say, How much it's quite played? the contrast. Um, I played to where I got, where I got one picture of somebody with, um, oh. what was she sh- with her boobs out? I thought, okay, this is ridiculous. I actually, I'm not playing this game anymore. A naked lady smoking a cigar in a suggestive fashion. Yeah, as I say, it gets progressively worse. Um, this is a, I mean, a deeply sexist game. Um, I, I am surprised it exists. I really I'm am. I mean, I know it's really Steam. dark. I am surprised it's on Steam. I don't know why, because at the end of the day, Steam's a marketplace. But I, 
Mm. It's uh, so basically, it's bejeweled. Oh my god! Oh my <laughs> god! So, I, wouldn't, I wouldn't. I wouldn't go dip it down the rabbit hole if I were you, oh, John. It's just... oh, that's wrong. You can't do that. <laughs> I'm sorry, but I, I I draw the line at. Um, you sound young, like someone young... who's discovered he's discovered that his mum's reading Fifty Shades of Grey for the first time or something. <laughs> My mum's in Fifty Shades of Grey. I'll be less shocked than what I'm seeing on the screen at the moment. To be... I mean, <laughs> really? like, look, this is <laughs> this is just like I, I don't know. I'm, I knew these games were out there. I've never actually seen one, but the fact that you've got um, anime girls, okay, effectively fingering themselves and bending over on all fours, showing you their wares, and I. I think, I, honestly, right, the two things that are shocking me about this, one is that it's on Steam, and two, the Beastie bought it. Yeah. And how how very dare you come back at me and talk about Elder Scrolls Online ever again. Well, um, I, I think it'd be fair, if I, I mean, if I bring it up again, then you could, got, you got right to, <laughs> right to complain. No, how did you buy this? How did you walk into this thinking, oh... Do you know what? I've, Where I've did you re- get it from and not see... I, I was definitely the only kind of this thing. Oh, I mean, one of the things I'm, I'm really struggling with games to play at the moment. I was like, <laughs> you really I want are. To play some. You and really are. This was most definitely a rabbit hole. This was definitely a rabbit hole. There's definitely rabbits involved and probably rabbits. Um, yeah, I haven't seen any rabbits yet, but blind me. Um, I just quite checked out the girl profiles while you're at it. Do um, what? The girl profiles. Ah, oh, okay. It just seems to be the sort of game that you'd play if you were, you know, away on business in a hotel room for a few <laughs> nights a week. What do you do for a living, Beastie? <laughs> <laughs> oh, dear Lord. It's terrible. Oh, you can get... Oh, hello. You can get wallpaper. Wonderful. Right. We'll hear more from Vimesy next week about this game because yeah, he's going to go and play it, obviously. Um, the fact that the girl profiles don't just list their nationality, occupation and age, but also their libido... And their cup size. <laughs> yeah. Wonderful. I'm all yes. over this. <laughs> I thought you might be. I was, oh. shame, shame Clark is not here, really. He'd love it. Um, he would love it. Um, oh. Anyway, so once I'd played those little treats, those nuggets yeah. of How joy, long did you play it for? You didn't answer the question. Um, maybe about two hours, something like that. Two hours? Okay. Um, Things you do for research. Yeah, indeed. I worked hard. Um I did want to talk about because for an, I, I looked at the listened to the pilot show, uh, John of um, Bronze or Bust, your League of Legends show, and it kind of tempted me to at least reinstall League of Legends again. Could excellent, well done. Um, and work out which of my account, as I realised I had three different accounts and I couldn't work out which one had my main characters on. Um, finally, getting past that that complex uh, forgot forgotten password scenario. Um, I um, thought, oh, great, I'll, I'll load this up and take a look. Then I got slightly sidetracked by um, the NVIDIA DSR um, graphics card settings thing. I don't know if you guys saw this. It came out a few months ago, but it kind of completely passed me by. Um, it's effectively a 4K downsampling, which it means that certain games, League of Legends is one of those games, and conveniently Team Fortress 2. Huh. Um, they can um, run the game in 4K from the graphics card and to give an alternative to anti-aliasing and, and so forth gives you a, kind of a downscale a 4K image onto your native display 
because obviously I'm not, I'm not running a 4K monitor, but games like League of Legends and Team Fortress 2 aren't that intensive. You can get hundreds of um, frames per second. Um, so this is, it creates a, what's 3,260 by whatever it is, um, uh, resolution image, which then compresses it down giving an alternative kind of te- technically going to give you a, a, a more intense texture image and less jaggies than you would do from other routes. Now it's, this is very debatable. It takes a lot of, as you can imagine, we're out putting games of 4k. So it's a lot more, I mean, my, I can feel my graphics card actually speed speeding up while playing team fortress two, cause you're scaling up quite a bit. Um, but it's, it's got a certain, crispness to the image which is really nice and league of legends is a good example um i haven't played league of legends for a while and i didn't of course i've changed the graphics background a fair bit haven't they john well yeah the whole map's completely different it's a lot more pastely it is yeah it's the same map essentially with a few different bits and bits yeah, and bobs i did notice some different um uh, different jungle uh, routes available mm. uh, uh i don't know if there's any different routes it seemed felt like it was i mean that, that frog creature wasn't there before frog Creature. It's like a frog oh, jungle you haven't, you haven't played it for a long time. No, 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 no I haven't played for a long time. Well, there you, well, it used to be a kind of birdie weird thing. Birdie weird. Forget it. Yeah. We'll, this has been covered previously. We'll cover That's it again. Uh, just just to let you know, the, the podcast that Beastie was talking about, um, Bonds or Bust, I'm not entirely sure whether it's going to be released yet, but uh, you've listened to the pilot and we're, it was... was um, well, you were quite happy with it, weren't you? Yeah, but, uh, uh, it was. It was certainly interesting, kind of getting a good a good pilot to kind of warm up for the invariably miserable de- weeks of um, lonely <laughs> months ahead. Yeah, I've been shouting <laughs> my head off tonight. Um, yeah, well, I'll talk more about that. Beastie, carry on, mate. No, I just thought it'd be worth if you guys running an Nvidia um, setup. It is worth giving it a go. I think. Um, I know you've got. Fa- I mean, I've got. How fairly do you high. get to it? It's basically if you go is it in to the experience, or is it? It in the... is in the experience. Okay. So if you go open GeForce Experience, um, I'll have a look in it later. It's under I think it's, I think it's called, it's called DSR, which is like um, uh, so you go to, yeah to go to games and you basically it's got optimized settings. You actually can optimize games differently, right? Um, and it will give you recommendations about how your system set up and how, what best to have the settings on for that game. But it can give you the option does give you the option to go to the kind of little spanner button it has mm-hmm. that you can go to resolution and up the resolution up to a massive um, five thousand one hundred one hundred twenty by two thousand eight hundred eighty, um, which is I think uh, is that eight times? I mean, it must be at least five k anyway. Mm. Um, and it's just quite an interesting way of taking it. Now, there's lots of debate about how this really looks and whether actually using AA and AF is already good enough. Um, but I did think there was a, a particular sheen. I mean, there's, I think League of Legends has been covered a fair bit with this because of the fact that it runs on a potato peeler normally, um, that people have got these big rigs and it's worth kind of getting a bit more out of it. I'd say probably in that regard, it's, it's kind of worth it. But I'd be intrigued to set yourself and John to take a look and see what you think. It's, as I say, if you've got an NVIDIA card, it should be fairly easy. Um, believe... So is it only certain games it's available for? It seems to be the case, yeah. Only okay. certain games. Is there a list of those games? I presume just go to NVIDIA. There, if you go to NVIDIA, I mean, there's, there's a, a load of stuff. I mean, it does find it itself. So if you go to Opt, tell them what games to look for, like your Steam list, it will find them all for you. So you haven't got to do anything. It okay. does it manually. Do that. um, that's how it does it automatically. Uh-huh. 
Okay. Um, but I just thought it was an interesting idea. I mean, it's also a good way of testing whether or not your machine can hold up to a game of 4K before you buy a monitor, for example, that you're looking at. Um, I have to say, Shadows of Mordor did was definitely a little bit slow. It looked very pretty, very pretty. But it did, I could notice when moving around, there was just that little bit of ghosting, um, which is not surprising. It's quite an intense game anyway. Um, I'm running uh, 4K on it. It's probably best we've been a bit greedy, but that's worth a go. But I thought it was a quite neat little feature to add in. Whether or not it becomes a thing, I don't know. I, I, but I say it's a good way of testing your, your own system out. <sighs> Very good. Not, not something I've looked into, but I will have a look. No, I, I don't know. You know, you know when you're kind of these things passed by. I think this came out in a November, October patch. And I just completely missed it. Completely missed it. Um, I also. But did you, sorry, did you actually play a proper game in League? I, I did play. I did play. Um, I was definitely rusty. I think the last game I played was for our. Was it the hundredth-ish episode we did? Really, that long ago? Yeah. Wow. Yeah. Bloody hell! <laughs> that was a long. That was nearly a year six, ago. Six months ago, wasn't it? Yeah. Oh, well over six months ago, wasn't it? April or March or something. Um, oh, whatever. Was it summertime? I thought summer. Yoda, Yoda hadn't had a baby by that point, so That's uh, true. Yeah. yeah, it must have been beginning of summer. Um, so yeah, it's been a while. So yeah, it was. I felt a bit rusty at playing it. Um, yeah, I've been. Try- I'm. I'm trying to have I can squeeze the fun out of it if I can. Well, you've got to do your placements, of course, now because it's new season. Um, I've done nine of my ten placement, and uh, I'm heading back to bronze. I imagine, and uh, <laughs> that's not very good. Uh, the uh, the the bronze or bus podcast have placed, uh, but I'm not going to ruin that yet. Oh, that's uh, a, yeah, it's a bit of a, bit of a teaser for the next episode <laughs> if, if it happens. <laughs> I will get all this pretty bronze, I guess, with a title like bronze or bust. Well, the trouble with that title is that, uh, bearing in mind that bronze is the lowest level. Yes, um, I do. I appreciate that. We play it. We've, we've, we've achieved what we wanted to do. So uh, that, that's the, one of the reasons why the show might not be happening. Because where do you go from actually qualifying? Silver uh, or bust. Yeah. Well, I don't we're ruining it for you there, John. Sorry. Yeah. No. Um, but one thing, a couple of the things I wanted to kind of bring up um, for this week's show was... Um, I bought two bits of hardware, neither of which have yet arrived. Mm. Um, I picked up, picked up um, on eBay the Lynx 7, which is one of those cheapy Windows 8 tablets that actually runs Windows 8, which I, I really thought these were just some kind of mobile um, like Windows version, but there actually appears to be, you can install Steam on it and all sorts, which seems a bit perplexing. Um, they are really cheap. I think new they're eighty pounds, mm-hmm. and with that you get the Microsoft Office three six five um, package for free. Well, that, that's normally like what six quid a month anyway. Um, so I was like, well, okay, that's quite cheap. Um, but to be honest, just to I didn't really. I mean, I've already got an iPad. I was like, well, I don't really. I just want to test it out, really. Um, I was going to so, say, why? Why do you want another tablet? I was just, I was, I mean, intrigued to see how it performs, um, and well, I mostly went off eBay for the hefty price of thirty-three pounds. Okay, fair enough. Um, <laughs> which is kind of what, crazy. No, no, it was second-hand, but um, I thought, well, uh, mm, I, I've, I've got, I've got, I think it's given to a family member. Do you know what I mean? It's like, well, it's so, yeah, yeah, it's so cheap. That I was like, well, I'm not really sensitive, but I just kind of intrigued to see about what it does and whether I can find use for it. 
So I did that at the weekend, yet to arrive, so I can't give it a critique. And then out of the blue, um, they announced the Raspberry Pi 2, the sequel to the Raspberry Pi, which I presume everyone knows what the Raspberry Pi is, who's listening, I imagine, uh, educational computer ba- built on crazy low budget. Um, so yeah, they, they all, of a, all of a sudden announced this second one, and it kept, went almost instantly went on sale. And so I picked one up again for the hefty price of twenty-seven pounds with think with VAT and delivery. Um, they, it's a bit of a boost from the old one. It's a, basically the same form factor, almost, and even the sockets are in exactly the same positions. But they've put in a quad-core ARM processor. Um, it's now got a gig of RAM, which before it was always running five twelve or two five six, which might make me feel almost quite old thinking of those numbers again for RAM. Um, Again, I don't know what to do with it though. Any ideas what to do when it arrives? I just, I was just thought, do you know what? I'm just going to pick it up because I went to do it last time and I kind of forgot about it. And I thought, well, play Minecraft on it. Do you think? I don't know. I don't know the point. I don't understand the point of these Raspberry Pi things for people who have computers in the first place because the whole point of it was that they were low cost, small footprint for you know to use in schools and for people who've never had a computer or want to be able to code. It well, was you can still code send, on your... send a thing to Africa type job, wasn't it? I don't know. You can still code on your computer. Yeah, you know, indeed, indeed. Um, this is for the. This is came. This is a UK uh, creation, so I don't believe it's necessarily particularly for Africa. I think they might use it there because it's so cheap. Um, but no, I, I, I'm questioning what to do. I might make a emulator out of it. I think, as in a completely dedicated, just tons of SNES games. And there appears to be massive builds out there. Where you can make stuff. And even though technically you're not meant to, I think not meant to use games you don't own. As I pretty much own all those games as well, I'm not that, not that worried. Um, so I'm, I might do that with it. But I know a friend of mine's running with his as a media center, but I've kind of got a PS3 and I can't see the point of having. Did you that stick as well. Plex on it or something? Um, I imagine. If only we so. had a resident Plex expert that could answer this <laughs> question. John. Is he playing that bloody League of Legends? No, no, yeah, of course you can run Plex on it. Why wouldn't you be able to run Plex on it? I don't know, because I know nothing about Plex. <laughs> we just went... ...as well, so... Yeah, I think there probably is a long um, spec you can, run, can you run Windows on a Raspberry Pi? I thought you could with, the... a, with an appropriately sized... Well, they confirmed They confirmed that the, this, the second one will be able to run Windows 10. Well, that'd be all right, then. Yeah, it'd be quite a good window uh, media centre, I would have thought, because it's, you know, um, the media centre doesn't need to be that powerful. I mean, it's a half-decent processor if you're going to be doing things like, um, what's the word, transcoding it. Yeah, transcoding, yeah. But other than that, if you've got got a USB 3.0 port on it and you can plug it into a USB 3.0 external hard drive of some kind, then that's all you need. Yeah, I wonder if I'd work it with my NAS, because one of the things I found with my, my NAS, Synology NAS I've got, can't transcode very well while playing things. It was clearly it's it just too it's too much for it. So maybe we might find another use, might be find a way to kind of fill that void. I don't know something to work out. It is something to work out. Um, but yeah, so I bought two pieces of hardware that I don't really know what to do with. Um, but at least they were cheap. I guess that's something. Maybe. <laughs> um, it's certainly other, something. It is something. Um, the only thing I wanted to bring up, I saw this story today, up well worth checking out. Um, I think we all agreed that Portal 2 was amazing. I think there was pretty much unified uh, opinion on that. Yes, Portal 2 was incredible. I 
really, really enjoyed Port 2. Um, so there is a 12-hour mod that's been developed for it um, called Portal Stories Mel. Apparently Mel was the original um, uh, potential protagonist they were going to use before they, I think it was a Chell, the name of the, or something like that, the, the, the lady they chose um, for it. And yeah, someone's actually made a full mod. The mod's too big for the game to support on itself, so it's actually a separate kind of um, green light project. It's going to be completely free, and I think it's out later this month. Um, but I thought definitely, as big portal fans, worth checking out. Looks really, really nice. Looks they've got they've really. It's not just oh here's a load of maps. They've gone to like got new portal guns, new story for it. I think this could be something really interesting, particularly as I, I've not really been that pleased with the amount of titles coming out as my previous back to my This War of Mine and the glorious Honey Pop earlier. Um, it could be could be a really good game, particularly for free. I imagine almost everybody owns Portal 2 now. Um, possibly. You don't own Portal 2? Maybe, 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 maybe not. Is that why you ever played it with Clark? You should own Portal 2. It's incredible. And it's got <clears throat> Stephen Merchant in it, which is fantastic. I, yeah. I um, Really? Yeah. It makes really? me sick. It makes me sick. Can't you take tablets or something? <laughs> I, could, I have thought of talking to another guy on Twitter actually about this. He was saying that when, if he knows what he wants to play, like if say Wolfenstein, the latest Wolfenstein game came out and I couldn't play that for half an hour without just being I mean people if people haven't had motion sickness before it or nausea is it's the hardest thing to describe you you know telling someone what nausea feels like is, is really hard but he will sort of like if he knows he's going to go home and play Wolfenstein tonight he'll drop a couple of travel sick pills at about four o'clock in the afternoon <laughs> to see him through a session. And I have, I have contemplated it, but I think when I have to start taking drugs to take, to play games, there's something seriously wrong. I, I, while I agree that that's definitely an issue, I'd say that it's definitely worth it because it's a really fucking good game. It's really, really, it's, it, it's the, it's this, that's the kind of game that made me miserable with last year's releases, which seemed a bit piss poor by comparison. It's, Really, really good quality. Um, so we all like it, apart from Vime Z. Yeah, um, that's the important thing. Um, but now, really worth checking out. Um, John, definitely have a look at the trailer for. It. I think it's on Eurogamer's homepage at the moment. Um, I certainly will do. Yeah, I think it's definitely for for a free. That I mean, God knows what might happen with a, a Portal sequel. Bear in mind that with all the talk of Half Life sequels, um, it might never happen. It probably mm. won't happen. Probably not. No, probably but not. no, P- Portal was excellent. It's such a shame that you were sick. It makes you feel sick because Portal was amazing. You, did you try Portal 1 at all? Uh, yeah, I had Portal 1. I played that through um, again in short bursts, but yeah, I Portal don't know what it is. Portal 2 was just so uh, much more. Yeah, I, I heard yeah. That's, that's why I was quite disappointed. It just seems to be Valve. They just have it in for me. Um, I don't know what I've done to Gaben, but he, he has obviously taken dislike to me. I don't know what I mentioned in one of our previous episodes, but he's just made it so that every single game Valve release makes me want to hurl. I wonder what it is about it, what, what the effect that they it's have. It's something to do with the field of view. That's all I know. It's a very it's actually very common in gamers. Can uh, you change you can change it though, can't you? Tried it, yeah. Um, but it depends. Some some games I can get away with it, but another another game like uh which was um or 
there was another game that was that was similar. Um, and Orcs Must Die 2, I think it was. Uh, okay. And I loved that game. Really liked game. that really game. Good. And that was quite good. And I just, I just couldn't play it for, for, again, for more than about half an hour without actually physically wanting to be sick. And I tweaked the field of view down uh, or up. I can't remember which way around it goes now. But um, several times to try, you know, right down to its bottom and then right up to its top to see which would make a difference. And... I think one of them made me last an extra ten minutes, but that was about it. But it's—I it, don't know what it is, and it is—it is quite a common thing, apparently. There's, there's—if you were to stick it up on a forum or something, you'll get people come out and just go, "Yeah, actually, it hits me as well." Um, yeah. It's almost—it's almost as bad as you know. Sometimes people just don't think about things like um, colorblind settings in games being important. But this is—I would say this is equally as bad. I think there's probably more, you know. Probably more people suffer from this. They do colour blindness, in all honesty. It's interesting. Anecdotally, of course. And of course, of course. Anyway, I've rambled on about stuff for far too long, and I'm sure that you guys have got a whole list of games to talk about. I have no games to talk about. <laughs> Vimesy, have you got any games to talk about other other than the stuff you've spoken about before? Oh. Uh, no, carry on. Um. <laughs> Damn it! You didn't mention that. this 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 caveat. You've only just oh no. Um, it's fine. It's fine. Uh, we, we may have new listeners. Um, um, yes, um, if you've listened to any <laughs> any of any of my podcasts in the last all uh, six months, you might just tune out. Um, I, I've played. Uh, I'm banned from talking about Nintendo on this on this podcast purely because I've talked about Nintendo quite a lot on a certain other podcast that I don't want to go there again. Um, suffice to say, Wii U is just awesome uh i've been playing quite a lot of elite um no one, shocking turn of events i know nowhere near as much as clarky um who is kind of elite guru now who i have to uh, the pressing i have to kind of turn to to ask advice from which galls me as you can imagine um but i've been playing quite a lot of elite and and um just i just i, I don't know what it is it's there's something about the way the ships feel when you fly them that just they've they've nailed that feeling of flight uh, that's mm-hmm. a really hard considering i have no idea what it's like to fly around space they've kind of nailed the feeling of what i think <laughs> it should feel like to fly around space um mm-hmm. I'm, I'm really intrigued about getting into some of the um the kind of the storyline i mean there isn't really a kind of there's no there's no campaign as yet in elite dangerous um, but there are kind of there is there is an ongoing story which you can help affect. Um, it's almost like um, it's almost like developer-led fan fiction almost. So you can kind of get into taking over galaxies or helping out certain sides in in, in civil wars and things like this. And there's a big overarching kind of um, uh, kind of a political battle going on that you can kind of get involved in. And I really hope, I mean, I remember saying on this very podcast, not that many moons ago that, um, this, this is kind of my hope for what I wanted Eve to be Eve online to be. Yeah. I want that level of complexity and that level of fan, um, engagement, but I want to be able to fly my own bloody ship. Thank you very much. I don't, I've loved, I've loved the the idea of elite uh, of of Eve, sorry, for so long. And I get, I've I've really immersed in some of the stories and the tales of the huge battles or the political intrigue or the kind of bits where people are just shafting each other left, right and center. Um, And I just, I want that, but I don't want it in Eve online. I don't want the clicky clicky spreadsheet thing. And 
Elite Dangerous kind of gives you that, and it feels like, it really does, I don't want to big this up too much, but it kind of feels like you're in there at the beginning of something like that. Sure. I can appreciate um, that, yeah. But you also have to kind of keep your feet on the ground slightly and thinking, this is not an MMO. Um, you know, this is this is still on the shards. I've still got no idea how many people or how many ships can go live on a particular shard. So if you're in a certain galaxy, um, or no, not galaxy, if you're in a certain system, you know, star system, I don't, I don't know... I don't know how many like humans are can get into the same instance. That's the word I'm looking for. Yeah. So you know it's not an MMO, but I kind of hope I kind of really hope they open it up. If they just turn, if they could have the resources Eve had and they could have one big fuck off mega server somewhere where everyone was just playing on the same, but that's totally impossible when you think about it. this is a one to one likeness of our. You know, of the middle, yeah. of it's it. That's quite a lot of fucking computing power you're going to probably. Yeah, unless there's so, some some kind of like weird tomfoolery in the back end that might make it work. But I yeah, think but it's it's just it's just lovely. I do like it. I think if you are if you're going in and expecting it to be like um, free space or something like that, where they kind of go go off, you know, and, and give you a massive storyline campaign, don't get elite. It's very much, it's very much choose your own kind of adventure in a way. You can go and do whatever you want, and some people are kind of flying around. Going, oh, I'm really bored. I don't know what I've got. There's nothing to do. And actually, you've got to go and find your own fun. Really, you've got to go and try and get involved. Go hunting. Clarky got pulled over. I'll leave this for when he's on. But he got, he got pulled over, uh, what we call interdicted, pulled out of, of light speed basically by a uh, a vastly superior ship to his own. And was basically uh, offered the choice to win gold in a pop quiz. Right. And, you know, I'm not going to go into any more than that. I'm sure he'll tell the story next time he's on. But it's that kind of thing that the players are kind of coming up with that just makes this game so so golden. It is just there are, there are so many stories about, you know, there's somebody who... who um, has done loads of videos with them just basically sitting outside space, uh, you know, starports, literally trying to grief people as they come out um and then but trying to do it all in stealth so that they're completely cold they've turned off all their engines and they just try and nudge them into the security ships right so they kind of literally just kind of as the person's leaving the starport because when you leave a starport a lot of the time i don't do this anymore but a lot of the time you come out with your landing gear down which restricts your top speed quite a lot so you tend to be coming out quite slowly and uh, this guy basically hides in stealth and then just a little burst on his um, his thrusters and he nudges the the player into one of the AI security bots, which then takes that as a, a kind of offensive yes, act action. and just basically all the guns on the ship, you know, the whole um, space station just turn around and blast the poor bugger to pieces, Interesting. Um, which is obviously just griefing to a high level, but still quite amusing at the same time. Um, people so occasionally I'm, fuck it up and then miss the ship and hit them I'm sure he does but strangely those ones don't make it to YouTube no. <laughs> but it, it is it is a, a gloriously beautiful game as well I mean there's no denying that I mean I'm really hoping now you, you've talked about this um, NVIDIA DSR that Elite's on that list because it oh man I imagine that must be uh, brutal if it is let me have a look um, I, I really hope so um, but one of the things even if that doesn't do it for it one of the things that has helped with the immersion somewhat 
is a little thing called an edge tracker. Um, I don't think I, was, I think I spoke about this on the show before Christmas, before I actually got it. I think I told you I'd ordered it. Like I don't think I actually gave an update. Oh, okay. You, you think you did mention it? Yeah. Um, so this is um, oh what then? What are the very expensive ones called? Uh, it's a head tracker. I can't remember what they're called. Um, oh, I forgot them last time as well. Bloody hell. Uh, but you can pick it up for like 150 quid and it gives you six degrees of motion. So what it means is you, you strap something to your your you could, your headphones or onto the side of your ear uh, your, your, you know, your earpiece or something like that. And you use a webcam at the top of the, um, you know, place your webcam at the top of the screen. And it uses infrared lights to tell you, you know, whether you're looking left or right or up or down. And with the expensive versions, with the six degrees of motion, you can, like, if you lean forward, it zooms in. So if you were sitting in a cockpit, you, okay, could, yeah. you could kind of look to the left and, and the, the screen would look to the left while you could, while you're still flying in a straight line. And you can kind of look around, you get full, you get full kind of mouse look, if you like, just by moving your head. Um, now this is something called an head tracker, which was um, essentially designed and built by some elite dangerous uh, groupies, I guess you call them, some, some, some kind of fairly hardcore fans. And, um, it's you, you go to their site. It's Ed. I think it's Ed Tracker. E D Tracker. T R A C K E R. Dot org. I want to say, um, but you'll find it if you just Google it. And they will sell you just the plans for it um, for nothing. I think you just give you kind of have that. But they can sell you the parts to make your own for like fifteen quid. Or you can, and there's, there's a couple of different incarnations. The one I bought, because you, you know me, um, I just got them to build me one. <laughs> um, mm-hmm. It cost me about 30 quid. And it's okay. a little black box. It's about the size of a, a, a slightly large matchbox um, with one little button switch on it and a small, um, I don't know what they call them, kind of micro USB port. And all it is inside there is, is a little PCB um and you i've literally got it taped to my headset to the top of my headset and you plug it into the pc and you um you know via a usb to mini usb cable or whatever it's called and um it you just map it to your your axis for head look so if, if you imagine mm. if you're holding a 360 pad the, the right thumbstick which does your yeah. looking you basically map it so that that is what your head movement does. So if you want to look does up, it take does it take a lot of mapping or nope? It took me between plugging it in. Um, by the time I, I went into the elite launcher, because uh, you do it in game, um, you know you go into the into into elite, go into the uh, controller settings, and down there it even you know it tells you how to do it all over the site and whatever. There's a little bit which just says head look, and you just says you know look down and you you press you know like you would map to any other key you, you press the button and then you look down and it registers that that's the axis um and within oh christ i don't know a minute of me booting up elite dangerous i was flying and just being able to look around my cockpit does this not make you get feel sick no not at all absolutely not at all you don't make any sense at all <laughs> But I'm not. I'm not really immersed. 128 in episodes, Beastie, and it's taken. <laughs> yeah. 
Yeah. <laughs> 120 episodes is finally sussed out. He doesn't get me. I don't make any sense. No, it doesn't at all. Um, because because I, I would have thought that would make you feel awful. No, because it's not. It's, it doesn't. Uh, uh, you know, you, you're only making really small movements with your head anyway. But in all honesty, I've been in combat with it, and um, yeah, you know, as a as a reg, you know, veteran combat me. Um, but it's great because you you can be you can you can fly past somebody, and as you're you're kind of steering to veer left from them, you can be following their path up and right at the same time and keeping a bead yeah. on them, and kind of it just makes. A, fucking vast difference um and i've tried it out on on racing games as well and it's just you know it's like when you've got john will know this from using the connect with um forza i imagine um just that thing when you're driving a car and you look into the corner and it just it just makes a hell of a difference just the fact that you can kind of see around the corner a little bit more instead of having to have a fixed you know looking forwards view um and it's just incredible for 30 quid you know, it's brilliant, um, and it doesn't. No, it sounds it, sounds sounds. Well, it doesn't. Money. It doesn't even need a camera. It just. It doesn't need like the expensive ones use LED kind of sightings and stuff. And if you want to, there's loads of sites which will show you how to go and make one of those for fucking pittance out of a piece of cardboard. But isn't it just going in the bin though? When um, as soon as uh, Oculus well, turns. No, because Oculus will make me sick. I know it will. Oh, there's there's no way I'm buying an Oculus until I've had a chance to actually spend some time with one knowing that it won't make me vomit everywhere and also uh, this is 30 quid as well and this is the Oculus Rift would not be 30 pounds <laughs> well 10 times as much if not more but it's it's just great. Oh, what a rip off well exactly what no. a rip off for a VR, high definition no, VR headset no no it's, it, let's, let's be honest about it if if I thought if I knew if I didn't suffer from motion sickness you know damn well I'd have probably already bought one um, but it's yeah, just it's probably. just that fact that I can't afford to spend 300 quid getting a DK2, stick it on my head and 20 minutes later vomit all over my kit and then go, yeah, got to sell this on now. It's oh, just... As long as you don't vomit on it, then it'll be <sighs> worth a bit well, it's more. Well, that's all right. It's on my face. It's not going to get... Oh, I might get some splashback, I suppose, but yeah. uh, I always sell it on. I'll wait for BC to buy one, then I'll buy it off him afterwards. It's what normal... Yoda people. will buy it. Don't worry. It's not a problem. Yoda won't buy it. He's only plays League of Legends. League of Legends in Oculus Rift. <laughs> Does he only play League of Legends? I have no idea, actually. I haven't. <laughs> I guess so. I, my, I think so. My experience. And FIFA, so. probably FIFA, um, if he's back on that. But yeah, so you know, big shout out for that. I mean, for thirty quid. I mean, you, like I say, you don't even need to have a camera because it works off um, gyroscopes, so it doesn't need to have anything else. It's just that one piece of kit that you strap to your head, plug it into your USB port, and um, it's just brilliant. Um, it does have a thing where after a little bit of time, about half an hour, it will start to drift a bit. Uh, but then that's okay. where there's a button on top of it. And all you have to do is look straight ahead, press that button and it resets the gyro. And that's all you have to do. It's like a second to do that. Mm. Um, and it just resets it and you can just, yep, fly away again. And you just, it's, oh, I cannot, I cannot stress how amazing it is and how brilliant it is, especially in a flight sim and in a racing game to be able to just, do that i haven't tried it on a first person shooter yet but um i might try it on the next game i'm going to talk about um but that might be taking it a bit far I, i've got a feeling that that will make you feel sick you think so Mhm. but i could be wrong because you are weird yeah go on yeah um so I, uh, I still can't believe you're playing this game but carry on <laughs> Not as much as I'd like to, but it's another one of those too many games, too little time scenarios. But um, I'm still playing Smite. 
Mm. Smite, as they like to say it. I, I'm not sure if I have to say that. Uh, Smite. Poor man's League of Legends. <laughs> for shooter meatheads. Call of Duty meatheads wanting to play League of Legends. <laughs> oh, he's finally sussed out where I come from. <laughs> no, this is this is great. Uh, this is this is this is really really good. I'm I'm, I'm actually really enjoying this. Um, I spent probably too much time that is good for me watching the the, the recent um, Smite World Championships, um, which were just good. God, man, really? I mean, come off it. I watched ha- the bloody Dota 2 Invitational for the last I know, two I'm, years. I don't I'm play s- the bloody game. I'm seeing a ridiculous pattern of esports. <laughs> I like watching esports, especially for games I can't actually play myself. You're like a plastic. You're like a plastic. You're like a glory hunter. You know, like a Man United fan for the esports. Oh, I'm not playing League of Legends. You only. You you only. You only. You're interested in the one that's most popular. (laughs) No, I'm not playing League of Legends. Yeah. (laughs) But um, no, this is this is great. So those people who haven't heard of this by now, or I haven't bored to tears talking about it before, it's basically a MOBA, but from a third-person point of view. Um, which just makes the game so much more accessible um, and so much more. I don't. I don't know. It, it lends. It, it, what it does is it gives it a completely different twist because if you're playing Dota or League of Legends, you have um, because you're playing it from a sort of isometric point of view. Your fog of war extends around you in a circle, doesn't it? So, yeah. you, you know, you can see when you're looking down on your character, you can see, you know, whatever it is, 10 meters in a radius around you. When you're playing Smite, somebody could be stood right behind you and you wouldn't see them. Uh, yes. Which is yeah. great because that means that you can just go and ambush people brilliantly. So it brings in kind of flanking tactics that you couldn't pull off um, in a game of Dota. You just you just couldn't because the person would see you and as soon as they see you, they got a chance to run. This one, you could have... I, I watched a game uh, on Twitch, <laughs> sorry, um, the other day. Uh, I'm, 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 honestly, I'm not really that sad, but it was on just, you know... I'm getting worried, Vimesy. Well, you know, um, I watched a game on Twitch and basically there was... You know how they have in, um, in Dota and stuff, they have, have creeps in the jungle that you can kind of you can kill to give yourself special perks and bonuses. Yeah. Well, there were these two people from one team who were trying to take out this, um, this gold boss, basically. They just, you know, if you kill that, it gives you a massive gold bonus. And, um, they were both sort of facing it, shooting it or whatever with, with arrows and guns. And one guy was meleeing it. And, um, what they didn't see was behind them, the entire other team were just stood waiting just all five of them were just stood literally two meters behind these two who were taking on this gold demon. And as soon as the gold demon got down within about an eighth of its health, they just piled in, wiped the floor with the two guys who were sitting there and then just stole the gold demon. And it was just just brilliant. You couldn't do that in Dota. Um, and I just love charging around. It gives people like me who aren't particularly knowledgeable about different stats and stuff because it doesn't really rely on on that it, you can you can set the thing to buy your own kit you can you know it's very noob friendly but doesn't kind of patronize you at the same time and you you know i can i can jo- go around the map and play it like a like a first person shooting away i can go and try and flank people i can set traps for people it makes team communication much more important because i don't know what's behind me i don't know kind of where everybody is um 
and it's just it's just brilliant. The maps are small enough that because um, they're smaller than kind of Dota and League of Legends, um, certainly the main tri-lane maps are, um, and so it means that you can literally run from one side of the map to the other in you know 30 seconds if you want to. Okay. Um, it, I'm a bit like Heroes of the Storm from what you were telling me, Beastie. A bit that that kind of where the maps are slightly shrunk down. Um, so you know yeah. you, you don't have to rely on things like teleportation because actually to run back to to your base yeah, it would take time, but it's not as important to have something like a teleport scroll or anything like that on you to kind of move about. Um, but I just really like it. It's and I, I love the I love the pricing model on it. I think that's really good. How so, what is the price model on it? Well, effectively, when you start out. Um, with your free account, you get um, a couple of characters from each kind of class. So I think you get 10 or 12 characters. So you'll have like a, a, a kind of a mage character, a kind of a hunter class, a melee class, you know, that kind of support class. And you'll get a couple of characters from each class. And then if you want to, you don't have to, you can buy for 20 quid um, the game, effectively. And that gives you access to all characters past present and future mm. so anything that gets released in the future for that if i buy to if i pay for it now i get all the characters that have, have been available that are live now and any future characters that are bought if i buy the game in three months time you know i get exactly the same i get all you know so everyone's on an even kill so just give us you 20 quid which is a bargain in the first place and um you don't have to think about our oh, like in League of Legends, oh, here, here come my five new characters and whatever, and I've got to try and, you know, pick one if I want it, I've got to pay for it and stuff, which is fine. You know, I, I have no issue if people want to spend the money on that, I think. It doesn't that, really happen like that, and don't get sucked into thinking that that's an absolute necessity. No, 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 I don't. I really don't think it does like that. And also, to be honest, if even if it did, I don't think I'd care, because uh, for me, it's, it's a value proposition, isn't it? If you're spending a thousand hours playing a game yeah of course spending 12 quid on characters is really neither here nor there is it i mean i don't give a fuck about that i just quite like the pricing model of it's almost like a demo here's your here's your two characters per class go and have fun with it you can kick with them if you want you can you'd never buy another character if you don't want to but if you want to 20 quid gets you everything we're ever going to do and i'm like yeah, I can live with that. Plus, but I imagine they've got skins and shit like that. You can. Yeah, buy. I mean, you can yeah. you can if you want to. You've got all the cosmetic shit like Dota, and I'm, I presume League does. I don't. I presume yes. it's a similar sort of thing where you can buy different outfits or different um, announcer packs or different whatever. But it's you know, I just I just think it's I think the way they've they've changed the perspective. Because I often said this when I was playing Dota is like. I used to like zooming down into my character to sort of play it at that kind of level, but obviously because that's how I like to watch the game. But it's fucking crap in Dota because again, you just get mugged because you can't. I still, I, I still struggle looking at a video of it. How this doesn't make you feel like Orcs must die. Or Orcs must die. Cause it's almost exactly the same perspective. No, it's it's not to do with this perspective. It's to do with the field of view they've got on the screen, and it doesn't. Um, I don't know, you know, why, but it just doesn't. I mean, you should try it. I mean, I've I've convinced Clark here to download it. He's not actually played the bloody thing yet. I think he spent three hours watching videos of it. He <laughs> played the. Well, I'm just, I mean, I'm tempted to go purely because it's more, as I like FPS games, it's kind of got a more style that would be worth trying out. It's free. Like well, I say, to try it's it. Out. Get, it's good to get the. I mean, it'll be the kind of fourth MOBA I've tried or fifth MOBA I've tried, so it's always good to get, get the set. Hmm. It doesn't feel like a MOBA. That's the other thing. It has that same team element to it. It has the same sort of 
you know, same setup of the creeps coming, the towers. You have yeah. a slightly different thing about the kind of, you know, you have phoenixes at the end instead of the final towers, and you have the final boss instead of like the fountain or the um, uh, the ancient. So you know, if you get to the end, the boss will actually fight you. You know, so you, you know, and 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 depending on if you've taken out all the towers, the boss is weaker. If the towers are still stood. Mm. Okay. It's stronger, so you know it's 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 a nicely balanced game. I think it's just well worth a try. I don't want to rant on about it too much because I think I probably already have too much. But um, you know, those are all I've really been playing, apart from um, a few Nintendo huh, Wii U games um, <laughs> like Captain Toad, which is fucking awesome. Uh, PC wise, that's that's pretty much all I've had. I've actually managed now to get my my PCs back in the office where it belongs. Um, so I'm I'm sorting my man cave back out. Oh, good. Um, so I shall, I shall, uh, be, you know, the, the PC is back up and running, and I'm back in my gaming chair, putting moss back on the walls and stuff like that. Yeah, yeah, pr- pretty much. So, um, I'm back, baby. I'm back. Sounds sounds wonderful. <clears throat> right, is that it for games? It is pretty much all I've. Yeah. Okay. Well, we. I, I literally have only just played League of Legends. I need to stop that. Um, okay, let's talk about some. Let's talk about some TV. I want to talk about. Have you guys been watching Broadchurch? No, nope, but my missus is mad on it. I, I haven't. I think that's great. Um, I, 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 I watched the, was watching the first series with a girlfriend. She wasn't got, didn't like it. I think she wasn't enjoying it, so I didn't get a chance to finish watching it. But I would, I would have continued watching. It. I thought it was quite interesting. But second no, series, I, no, completely different. I really liked it because it was ITV. Well, it was clever ITV. So it was, you know, it was, you know, it was interesting for an ITV thing, which is a rarity. Yet it was still, you know, it still, it still appealed to the common man because it wasn't overly ridiculous. <laughs> Do you know what I mean? <laughs> Do you know what I mean? Uh, I think so. Yeah, I think so. Wasn't wasn't like uh, originally made in in Norway and heavily subtitled. And um, the director uh, was uh, formerly a, a model who used to kind of shoot only in black and white or something like that. Yeah. Yeah. I think you know what I mean. I do. Uh, so I re- I'm really liking it. I mean, you can't talk about it without giving spoilers away, really, as usual. Uh, but yeah, very definitely worth watching. The second series I'm enjoying. I wasn't sure where they could go with the second series, but they've done it. And, um, yeah, it's good. I'm uh, enjoying it very much. So I recommend that. I definitely recommend that. Um, okay. Uh, girls, have you heard of or seen girls? I, I've saw, I've got no idea what this is, to be honest. I don't this is a trick an Amer- question. No, this is an American kind of, it's kind of like, um, kind of like sex in the city, but for, Lesbians. um, for this generation, oh, where, I thought it was going to be like that. What's that L? The L? Was it the L word? For the for the generation where where it's where the reality is that people don't live in New York in ridiculous penthouses and have jobs in fashion and all this shit, like in what they do in uh, Sex and the City. City. Yeah. These are you know these are kind of people that are struggling to get by and yeah, and it's good in that regard. It's it's really good good but it isn't made for me absolutely not made for me half the time i don't know what the hell's going on um there's rather too many um boobs and discussions about um something beginning with v um how are there there more why have you got an issue with there being boobs in it 
Well, just, it's just not for me. It's it, it's not designed for me. It makes me feel old, to be honest, because I know I, I've realised, of course, that um, there's this whole generation that I'm not part of. <laughs> <laughs> and, you know, I'm, I'm supposed to be, you know, what the world's about, but I'm not. <laughs> it's passed me by. <laughs> this is for a new type of person. You're, you're already dead, John. Uh, I'm already irrelevant. And yeah. this programme makes me feel irrelevant. But it's it's quite amusing and fun in a in a way i i, I the, the main character is she actually writes and directs it as well mm-hmm. um and you know she, she's clearly you know hot shit in hollywood and fair play to her it's a well-written well-acted interesting uh, interesting thing you can check that out on uh, on sky i believe it is or netflix maybe on netflix i can't remember don't think it's on netflix at least i haven't come across it on netflix if it is there Girls, check it out. Apparently, there's four series of about ten each. We're still on the first series, mm, okay. but it's, it's not for what it isn't. What it hasn't it's turned not out for to men. Be, it hasn't. What it hasn't turned out to be for us is like an absolute. Um, what's the word? Compulsive. Oh, I want to watch the next okay, one, kind yeah, of one. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Mm. But it's but it's all right. Uh, if, if if there's nothing else on. You can, you know, there's you a glowing. Well, state. I can't relate to the, I can't relate to the characters. I don't know why I said that, but um, <laughs> you don't mind spending a bit more time in their company <laughs> the next time you watch it. Put it that way. Uh, anyone else got any TV to talk about? Um, have you been watching the um, bit, the channel been going about the uh, cucumber, banana, and tofu? Um, shows that don't even that's, that's going to be some weird shit, isn't it? Be some I have thing. quite literally no idea what you're talking about. <laughs> oh, it's been really heavily pimped on Channel 4 and E4 and stuff. Yeah, it has. I've no idea what it's about. I had no idea what it was about until I started watching it. Young people um, in relationships or something. Well, no, it's more, it's kind oh, of like a... Sounds fucking awful. It's yeah. kind of a, no, it's more, it's actually, it's actually generally the main, main thing is actually about, um, about two, a gay couple in their 40s. So it's probably kind of like our age group. Um, so it kind of feels oh, really... there's too, too many opportunities. I can't. I know. I can't do it. I'm going to mute. I'm going to mute. <laughs> <laughs> um, I mean, I'd say it's it's quite interesting. It reminds me, it's a bit like a modern day queer as folk. If you guys remember that from the yeah, 90s, yeah, yeah. I used to like queer as folk. Not quite as um, uh, dramatic as that was back in the day. In terms of, I was like, oh, I was expecting that to happen. Um, but that's worth checking out. Um, oh, another thing I watched as well. Um, they had um, the uh, the girl from uh, Game of Thrones in it, the, the young girl who was with the Hound last series. Um, as a whoa, 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 don't spoil it. I've still got episode series one, two, and three to watch. I don't care. Um, Bastard. It called Cyberbully. Didn't if you guys saw that. It was, it was like it was a Channel Four like special one hour um, kind of uh, film TV episode thing. Um, where as I think somebody we, people you guys probably should watch it as you have children um, it's quite it's quite a, a dark story basically of a of it's really only just acted by her and um, she's buying a computer and it's based about kind of she, I guess she's maybe like a 16 year old effectively or something like that and which I imagine is how she probably is in fact Um and it's where things start to unravel as somebody is uh, hacked into her um, her PC and basically all of her life, effectively, and is kind of um, uh, blackmailing her. And it's the story unfolds from there. It's definitely worth checking out. It's quite dark. Um, it reminds me a little bit of a Black Mirror episode in many ways, actually. Um, like a Black Mirror special. 
yeah, check it out. Cyber, cyber bully. Um, very well acted. Uh, quite interesting and probably quite a bleak uh, view on probably being a teenager in modern life, I would have thought. Yeah, look at that. <laughs> Sounds cool. Not sure I'll watch Excellent. it. Excellent. Anything for you, Vimesy? No, I was thinking about it. The only thing I've, I've been watching recently is um, Inspector Montalbano. And that's just, really, I can't bore you anymore with that. Fair enough. And you two is Top Gear enjoying it so far? And one, I, I, I didn't watch Sundays. I've got it recorded. Um, first episode. It was all right. It was all right. Yeah, no. It's I think Top that's Gear. Fair. What more do you think? <laughs> I know. It's good. Yeah. I really enjoyed the Christmas special. I don't know if we've spoken about that. Oh, I haven't seen the Christmas uh, special. Oh, uh, the load of aggro. You know, it's, yeah. it's the one with a load of fucking nonsense careful <laughs> okie dokie that's why i mean go look up yes they should uh, the argentinians really i mean well i don't know what to say they invade <laughs> fake falklands and uh, they they moan about it when they get their ass kicked brilliant <laughs> i just said be careful <laughs> there's nothing to be careful about the fact uh. is they invited us and we got our ass they got their asses kicked and now they want to stir it up again Fair enough. I mean, yes. Well, they, they, people have gone to war for less. Let's put it that way. Well, they certainly have. It's definitely. It's, it was definitely worth a watch. It wasn't the best of the specials uh, by all means, but it was uh, certainly the most probably. I guess, guess the most that kind of went outside into the real world, which is most of them are kind of a little bit of fantasy stories, really. But this one actually definitely uh, breached past that kind of fourth war. I imagine the way to look at it. Yeah. No. Am I? I watching it. I mean, anyone. She, go and watch it it really makes me want to kind of do the trip not not the same trip that they do which is of course going across nonsense things but just driving in that part of the world looks looks, looks beautiful inc- yeah. looks incredible so um yeah I'd, I'd quite fancy a bit of that um and that's what that's you know some of the great things about top gear they they you know introduce you to, to these sorts of things and we could go on sort of it's almost like a geography show really yeah, we go, <laughs> go on kickstar and do you know kind of bits does top gear yeah no absolutely wouldn't that be good? Should we, should we, we should do that. We should do something different. I, I don't know. Land, land parties in different parts of the world. Fucking hell, yeah. Broad, broadband in Peru. Yeah. Be amazing. Might be able to run Duke Nukem 3D. It'd be fantastic. Um, okay, so that was good. Okay, films. I see. I've been watching quite a lot of films. I can't... There's a few that I can think of uh, that I've seen, um, but... Only three that I can be bothered to talk about. I'm gonna I'm gonna talk about these in an order. Okay. The first film I've seen is Taken Three. I forgot this film existed. Well, it's out in the cinema at the moment. Okay. Uh, so we actually went to the cinema. I really enjoyed Taken One. I quite enjoyed Taken Two. Uh, <laughs> I think I know you're gonna go with this one. <laughs> Taken Three's all right, and one of the best bits about Taken Three. Oh, is um, the the fact that it harks back a little bit to the 80s kind of action film. It, it's kind of quite 80s in its thing. But the thing, the great thing about Taken 1 was the whole thing where I've got this set of skills where, you know, blah, 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 I'm going to come and find you and kick your ass. And, it, yeah. and he starts using all these clever skills. And you think, oh, that's, that's a really clever way of finding someone kind of thing. And, there was, and certainly that, that was true in Taken 2 where he used sound to work out Ma- how magi- far magical powers effectively what you used. It, yeah to find out where his uh, where his daughter or his wife was or whatever this one doesn't matter mate 
it's just fist fight. It's just, it's just fuck it. Don't need to do anything. Just bish bash bosh in with the fist, the boot, and the guns. And it suffers a little bit for that. Um, it's a bit convoluted, a little bit nonsensey. It's still enjoyable, but enjoyable in a loaded weapon kind of way. Enjoyable in a Beverly Hills Cop kind of way. No one's ever going to think, oh, that's the best thriller ever. It's it's an enjoyable romp of a flick, okay. but it's not Taken One. Taken One was amazing because at the end of that film, you got to the end of it, it was like, whew, relax. Wow, that was that was 120 mile an hour from start to finish. You just t- couldn't take your eyes off it. It was absolutely fantastic. And somewhere along the way, they've lost they've lost it a little bit with um, mm-hmm. this series. But that's that's um, that's sequels for you. Very much why the uh, Raspberry Pi Two is going to turn out to be shit. <laughs> <laughs> anyway, right, another film I watched, Brave, because I know that you like this, uh, Vimesy. You said you like Brave, didn't you? I ain't seen Brave. Oh, I thought my daughter I, I, loves I, Brave. I thought daughter. that was part of the uh, the cartoon wars that we had recently. No, no, no. This is team tangled for me, mate. This it's all team tangled. But Brave, we haven't seen yet. She watches it around her child mind, doesn't she? Charges around prone to fire bows and arrows. I think that must be the same thing. I have yeah. seen it though. I have seen I it. it was all right, but it was. It's a very much a Disney film. I was less. Dis- yeah. I was more disappointed than I was with Taken. Put it that way. But it was still all right. I think, I think it's quite good fun, but it is, it's more of a Disney film as opposed to a kind of Pixar-esque. It's less, it's less about being funny and more about telling a kind of a, a moral tale. Um, but I'm not sure what the moral tale is. Don't, uh, don't uh, buy spells from witches. Yeah, absolutely. Uh, always, always read the label. Um, something like that. Exactly. All right. So, but I mean, that's all. I thought I, we, people who haven't listened to, we have a bit of a, we have a little bit of a, an ongoing thing here where most half of us actually really quite like Frozen, but finds he is of the opinion that it's shit. Oh, Frozen's a little wank. And that, um, what is the other one? Tangled. Tangled, which was all right, frankly, but nothing amazing. Uh, well, the uh, fr- we've don't. had this conversation before. Yes, we could have it again in a minute. I'm, I'm sure stop. you said that Brave was up there for you. But I've you not tried Brave, one. no. Brave, Brave isn't up there for me. We watched That's Aladdin that. yesterday. That's still a classic. <laughs> oh, I, I often like getting Aladdin. Mm, yeah, it's brilliant. Uh. <laughs> Fantastic. <laughs> Little cl- joke for Clarky there. Brilliant. Yeah, absolutely. Anyway, the third film I want to talk about um, have you, is Spider-Man 2. The the most recent one, 2013, yep, 2014. Yep. What a monumental pile of shit that is. <laughs> absolute garbage I there's not many films I've turned I can I can honestly think of one film ever that I've walked out of halfway through and thought I'm not watching this not in the cinema even at home and I thought there's no way I'm continuing to watch this shit and that was called Magic Mike or something no oh, not Magic okay. something about isn't it about a male stripper yeah something like that and I thought <laughs> This is an absolute load of shit. I have zero interest in this. Zero interest in watching Why was any it so of this. so bad? Who, Magic Mike? No, not Magic <laughs> Right, Spider-Man 2. Right, whenever he's got his mask on, he's fucking chattering away at himself. Constantly trying to make little Arnold Schwarzenegger-like quips no, and that, stuff. But that's the character. 
Is it? Is yeah. it really? Yeah. It does. It, you know, if you read the comments, I don't he's remember that. Little, in, he does talk to himself all the time. No, he that, kind that, of narrates his own tale. That's, I don't remember that in the Tobey Maguire films. No, best because because they were they barely based it on Spider Man. Oh, really? Well, the Spider Man. I can appreciate the 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 mess that Spider Man Two is definitely a messy film. It's not Spider Man Three bad, which was. Oh, that was Spider-Man Three. Yeah, the 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 the, the third Tobey Maguire film, one that had Venom in it, which should have been amazing, was just garbage. Um, but the um, how they've actually played these films, and there there's some problems with them, but actually how his portrayal of Peter Parker and Spider-Man is spot on. It's really absolutely not the comic books. Oh, I it, that's what he's a load he, of old shit. He's known for like griefing his foes and trolling them. That's effectively what he does, or teasing, to be fair. Um, but that's kind of his thing. If it's irritating, that's fine. But that is what he does, kind of. Well, it was certainly irritating. Um, what else was wrong with it? The whole goblin thing—that was ridiculous. Um, the whole story was ridiculous. I can't—I can't even remember what else was stupid about it. Was it. So the, furious. The, the turn, turning up to the um, the Oxford University uh, building in uh, New York was utterly repugnant <laughs> as an Englishman. Uh, it was completely ridiculous. The whole thing, of, a modern-day film treating the Brits as if they're like this completely weird, backwards... Oh, I don't know. I, I just every I just, American film made in the last 30 years, John? I just found it utterly ridiculous. All the, all the stunts, him running around catching buses and all of that shit. I just thought it was utter tosh. I'm sorry. Sorry to say... Not a fan, then. You've kind, of, you've kind of encouraged me to kind of watch it again, because I've watched it since I've watched it the first time, and I'm kind of, you kind of tempted me to watch it again. <laughs> I, I can't, I can't, I can't think. It was just, it was just fucking nonsense. I'm, I, I, I'm sure I had many more scathing things to say about it, but it was just, it was just shit. And, um, yeah, I didn't like it one little bit, but I did see it all the way through. So, I mean, it's got that for it. <laughs> yes. I guess. Yeah. Uh, it's got that means it's better than Magic Mike. <laughs> oh, clearly, yeah. That's going to be the Fox quote. <laughs> better than Magic Mike. <laughs> is it Magic Mike? It's something like that. It is called, there is there is a, a a film called Magic Mike that's. It should be called Some Bloke Got His Cock Out, and that was it. It's just shit. You're you're too manly to do that. Need to narrow that one. It's down. nothing to do. Nothing to no, do I'm with manliness. I'm just teasing. <laughs> <laughs> Is that it for this week? Just thought it was shit. Just thought it was shit. Um, right, well, well that's, that's kind of it for me. Uh, I've watched films. There's quite a few more. I'll try and remember it over, over the period. Oh, well, I, I am actually going, to see a, I'm actually going to see a film that hasn't been released yet on Thursday called Absolutely Anything. I've been invited. I was in the cinema offering this out to go and watch um, a new Simon Pegg film before it's even released. <gasps> oh, I like Ooh, Simon okay. I've been promised. I've been promised. It may be longer. It may be, you know, it's pre-final edit. I assume they're going to be asking me lots of stupid questions at the end about did I like it, um, and uh, yeah. So I'm looking forward to that. I I doubt I'll have to sign anything about it. I don't know. Mm. <laughs> they, they don't obviously realise that what a, a high-level podcast I am. <laughs> um, FDA could be just all-consuming, John. You be careful. I'll make sure I'll, I'll make sure I find out about that. But I'm quite excited about that because I've never done anything like that. Um, so that should be good. Yeah, sounds um, interesting. Yeah. Um, what have we got to say? Uh, we got it right away from that. We've got a new Teamspeak server. Do we? Uh, yes. yes. The yeah. current hosts have pissed me off 
because it keeps turning itself over, off every hour and I have to manually go and restart it. And it's because of a licensing issue. And the hosts are not in a position, technically capable enough, to just put it in place that it just automatically restarts. So hmm. not interested. I've ditched them off. Goodbye, MP Serve, who I've been a customer of for since 2011. You've failed. Uh, we're now uh, patrons of Multiplay. Uh, uh, so I'm paying for that again. Um, and uh, yeah, so check on the forum if you if you can't get into the existing Teamspeak server, that's because it's not up anymore. And uh, come and come find the details for the new one, and uh, come and join the huge fun we have on there. Um, check out Geek Culture Radio. I think we've brought on our first new kind of people. Are yeah. you? Uh, I can't remember what they're called. <laughs> I can't. It's not the gaming chat very loud or something. It's not the gaming confessional. No, it's not yet. No. Why is that? Are you coming to join us? Gaming confessional. We haven't had a chat. Pet is um, Arthur, Clarky, and I, and Pet do another podcast called the Gaming Confessional. For those who aren't in the loop, um, and we haven't Game spoke... Out Loud podcast. Sorry, that's it. Game Out Loud. I knew it was something like that. But we haven't uh, actually discussed what we're doing yet. Um, I can't see any drawbacks in joining it, but uh, we haven't we haven't discussed it yet. Okay. Uh, well, I hope to see you on there. Yep. Uh, so, so, Game Out Loud podcast has, has joined up. Um, as I said at the top of the show, we're probably going to be messing around with our streams over the next few days. So, if you can't find us on your existing iTunes subscription, go and have a look for us elsewhere. John, I how think are they going to hear this bit? Uh, because it will still be existing on the other. I'm, I'm going to have it going on both old and new on the iTunes until iTunes uh, say, hang on a minute, boys, you can't do this. Uh, so. <laughs> But uh, so it's all very complicated. Basically, I can't change our logo. I can't do anything because it's all tied up with the mature game and podcast stuff. Um, so we need to kind of break away from that. Um, okay. We may have a new logo. <laughs> we proudly announced a new logo the other week, but Beastie, you don't like it. So correct. Be- <laughs> so Beastie has told us that we have to change it. So keep an eye out for that. Um, I'm not sure I agree with him, but. I That's also, fine. I don't mind. I also I'm not in the mood for arguing with him. Correct. So, um, That's the correct response, John. So we'll do that. Um, cool. I don't think the email works, but if the email <laughs> did work, it's bitspod at geekcultureradio.com. Come and check out this, the website, www.geekcultureradio.com. Come and check out the forum at www.geekcultureradio.com forward slash forum. Forum's which is definitely a, been getting a bit more lively in the last oh excellent last that's good. yeah now it's a shared forum across multiple well multiple podcasts multiple shows and it's a jolly nice place to be uh, as is the TeamSpeak server that we've just spoken about um and uh don't bother with facebook i don't know what's going on with that but twitter is a thing and we're on it and you can tweet at the show uh, or follow the show, sorry, or you can tweet at us, I believe. I don't know how it works. This is for the kids. <laughs> I'm, a wrong, I'm the wrong generation for this. Anyway, we have an address, and it's at BitsPod, so that's B-I-T-S-P-O-D. Um, or you can follow me at UK Evil Homer. I'm at Confessional Pod. Oh, oh no, sorry, at Vimesy74. Uh-huh. Always uh, getting mixed up. I don't mind you. I don't mind you pimping <laughs> that shit on this show. It's fine. You mean that shit? Oh, sorry, I didn't mean. Did I say oh. that? Oh, that was you who wrote that Smegan <laughs> review. <laughs> uh, yeah, 
I'm finally you can get me on Beastie Tweet. But he doesn't, Excellent. so don't worry about it. Yeah, it exists. If you send me things, I'll get like a notification and I'll look. <laughs> uh, how are the reviews coming for the Games Confessional, by the way? Very good. Good. Could do with a few more if anyone's out there wants to put any out there. You know, be good. You know, just saying. But yeah, good. Wonderful. Right. Thanks very much for everyone listening. Uh, keep an eye on iTunes for movement in and around there. And uh, when you see us on the new stream, if you on the new feed, if you have already given us a um, review for the old on the old stream, I really appreciate if you come and give us another one on this one because uh, <laughs> with our existing listener base, we should be able to sit atop the, the charts for quite a, quite a while with a new feed, uh, and that would be lovely because we get lots uh, of new yeah. people to listen to us. But unfortunately, that's exactly the sort of thing that um, Apple won't be very happy about. But uh, <laughs> hey ho, that's the way it goes. Yes. Cool. All right. Thanks very much for listening, guys. We'll see you next week. Bye. Bye. Bye.